0: This is Peter.
1: And this is Tom.
0: And you're listening to History Teachers Talking Podcasts. All right, this is Peter Zablocki and Thomas Reska. Welcome dun, 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 back dun, dun, to our podcast. Dun, 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 <laughs> I was going to do that. Dun, no, I thought we agreed that dun, I was going to do this. Dun,
1: dun, dun, okay. What are you nah, talking yeah, about? Yeah,
0: dun, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We are talking about Indiana Jones, and I guess not really Indiana Jones, history, right? What are we All talking right, about? What so are we talking
1: today about? we are looking at the, um, I guess the relics, you want to call it? The um, yeah, that relics, appear right? in the or the artifacts that appear in the um, Indiana Jones franchise, franchise, and just basically uh, what archaeologists say about them, because some of them are actually based on actual items that had the same name or a uh, slightly yeah. different name, but there and some actually do exist. I'm not saying the whole supernatural stuff, but they're out there, and so we're just going to take a look at some of these artifacts, um, the history behind them. The quests a lot of times people are looking to try to find these, and even Indiana Jones himself, I know we've talked about in a previous podcast, is based on real individuals. A real individual,
0: as you mentioned, a lot of these things have some basis. In fact, I mean, uh, the thing that surprised me the most, um, is probably the most disliked movie of the franchise is the Crystal Skull, right? The latest one, yeah, the latest one. And what really got me is like when I started doing research for this is that. There really are crystal skulls.
1: There really are crystal, crystal skulls. skulls. Yeah, we're not saying they're aliens and they're supernatural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they're like um, they that's a thing. They're they're I a real thing. They people have found crystal skulls, so I guess that's a place to uh start.
0: Yeah, well, before we do that, we should probably say that if you have not seen Indiana Jones, then a couple things. One would be the fact that a lot of these things are going to be confusing to you. And two, why have you not seen Indiana Jones? I mean... Yes,
1: yeah. But don't listen to it, I guess. Spoiler alert, whatever you want to do. But Yeah, I was going to say,
0: spoiler to... alert.
1: But then again, it's these movies, movies have been cannot... out yeah. 40 they years ago. So, yeah. So, you know what? Just, yeah. We're not really giving away the plot. It's just a little bit about the artifacts like we said. We're looking a little bit... Not really history versus Hollywood, but the history behind some of these artifacts and relics. Yeah.
0: The real person who this is based off of is not as adventurous, I guess, right? You know, especially when Ancient tombs are not really like booby trap. The real Indiana Jones that this is kind of based off of is Roy Chapman Andrews. And he was born in 1884. And he moved to New York City immediately after high school and took a job at the American Museum of Natural History. And then it wasn't long before he was in the field as an archaeologist. And he himself counted 10 times that he almost died in the course of his work, uh, including drowning during um, typhoons, being charged by a dying whale which I thought was interesting, uh, being attacked by wild dogs, fanatical priests, falling over cliffs, several venomous snakes, uh, a, a python somewhere in there, and just bandits, you know, trying to kill him. So yeah. he apparently told all these stories, and they became kind of common knowledge. And he never
1: really squared off against the Nazis like you had. Well, no, he well, was kind of um, before Jones the too. Nazis' time, though, but he was yeah, in a yo- like you said, right? He found a bunch of uh, dinosaur skeletons. Yep. He was well-known. He was famous. The time yeah, he was
0: fairly famous, and that's and now it kind of became the basis of this like adventurer that is an archaeologist, and as opposed to being like a boring archaeologist, I guess if that's a thing, you know, that sits there, sits there with like a little uh paintbrush trying to dust things off. This guy, pretty legit, so yeah, again, well, yeah, I mean, George Andrews.
1: Lucas in um has never come out and said that Indiana Jones is Roy Chaplin Andrews, but it's yeah. you know, it's that his influence is definitely there, and especially Absolutely. in the first film, Raiders of the Lost, Ark yeah, brought out there. I mean, we could
0: start off with, uh, with you know, the latest one, um, crystal skulls, and then we'll work our way backwards. So, kind of mentioned briefly this idea of Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls, which I was not aware of the fact that that was a real thing. It is, right? So, should we do like a synopsis of the movie and what the point of that is? Or no, I think we
1: just talk about the um, the skulls themselves. The Again, skulls. We're not, here to, we're not right. here to talk about the movies. It's not a movie review podcast. I was, you know, Indiana Jones, what he's doing? He's looking for the skulls, right? Akator? actor. The most famous crystal
0: skull, apparently are a thing, was unearthed by a British explorer, F.A. Mitchell Hedges, in 1924. He claimed that his daughter, Anna, actually found this skull, and it was buried under a collapsed altar inside a temple in Belize, somewhere. And Mitchell Hedges basically took this skull and started like touring with it, like, you know, in a sense of like, look, I found this skull and then he sort of bring it to different museums and so on and so forth. And, and eventually he winds up turning it over to a uh, art restorer named Frank Dorland. And Frank Dorland is the one that actually starts to test this skull that was found in the 20s. And he discovers a, a few interesting things. One he, thing he discovers is that this glass crystal skull was carved against the natural axis of the crystal which apparently is not really doable because if one does this, it would shatter the skull in the glass. And then there was no microscopic scratches whatsoever on the skull uh, that would indicate that it was carved with a metal, which would be the one thing that you would actually use to carve this with. So there's a lot of mystery behind the skull that was found uh, in 1924. There are similar crystal skulls that also have been found on display at the British Museum. And for to this day, really, archaeologists, know that they are old but they still question the origins and how it got into the movie with like uh, this must be aliens instead of just like an earthly thing
1: there was a string of like fake ones i guess from like the the 80s and things that in early 2000s you were seeing and they were able to prove that they were um done by modern jewelry techniques because it kind of became more of a famous thing but yeah they are they're in display in paris british museums like you said um this mayan and aztec ones out there so a lot of these cultures again all different sizes some are you know small size of like just saw like apples and stuff like that and there's ones the size of like yeah. bowling balls so they're all over the place and they are real I And mean, in a lot of the articles that i read they said that out of all of the artifacts in the indiana jones franchise that the crystal skulls are by far the closest to real life items like this is totally just kind of crazy on, huh? on these things as far as they know they do exist they're not saying any yeah. you know otherworldly powers that they're made by aliens that's a whole other thing right but that these crystal skulls are real you can find them and yeah.
0: So working backwards, I guess we'll go to the third movie, which was Indiana Jones: and the, Last the Last Crusade, Crusade. Yeah, which that, is that awesome. Cool I love that movie. I've I seen that movie so many times, even as a as a kid. It was definitely my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Uh, but of course, we are talking about the Holy Grail, the Holy Grail, um, which, which, is which is a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. this is about the Crusades. Yeah, traditionally, of, right? of course, uh, traditionally it's thought to be the cup that Jesus. Christ like drank from at the last supper, last right? Supper. And then apparently Joseph also collected Jesus's blood at his crucifixion using that very same cup. And of course, most of this comes from ancient legends. Um, he Eventually kind of, you know, was spearheaded by a lot of movies and, and books and so on and so forth. But the Holy Grail itself is obviously an object of mystery, right? So people, like you said, since the Crusades, have been trying to find this thing. And the problem is that there's so much myth and legend surrounding it. That to this day, even for scholars, it is very difficult for them to distinguish what is fact and what is fiction when it comes to the Holy Grail. and,
1: And there's so much with the Holy Grail too, like you said, but like whether it's fact or fiction, a lot of people believe it was fact, especially in like the ancient, you know, these medieval time period and stuff yeah. like that. So they're looking for it any way they can there because it's kind of, a lot of the research that they kind of combined a lot of like pre-Christian, like Celtic mythology, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of wove in with this Christian legend. It could not have been a cup. It could have been like a stone, a goblet, right? A platter, so many different things, a dish that people have said it could have been over yep. the years. Um, there's written about it even as far back as um, 1180, right? There's, there's different types of... Um, Reference of it in, in text and things like that, looking for the Holy Grail, and it's believed to be able to grant the uh, whoever drinks from it even heal them from injuries or make them younger or preserve their preserve their youth. There's there. It's a lot of times it's linked to uh, King Arthur. It's linked to the Knights Templar, right, and the Crusades. Yeah, we it's apparently the Templar
0: didn't they steal right. it? Apparently, they're yeah, the ones to that like did it. A, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was the idea. Um, apparently, that's uh, again legend, fiction, fact, fiction. We don't really know, but apparently the Knights Templar actually found this and then tried to protect it. And basically, you know, during the Crusades, they kind of like hid it away, and therefore we don't really know where it is. By adding King Arthur to it, and it, which is often associated, like King Arthur does kind of fall into the story of the Holy Grail. I think that kind of makes it a little bit more f- fictitious as well, though, or and, and not fake, but. Well, there was a King Arthur, I
1: believe, I like, guess. Yeah, point, but the, he's such a mythical, literary They think it could have been several kings, right? Again, it's something yeah. we've talked about yeah. at some point, but it's supposed to be like several kings. But again, that goes with this. Like They're not really sure what the God, what the Holy Grail even is. Like, Is it a cup? Is it not? That's something that you see in the movie, if you ever watched a movie. Um, but I did see that uh, in 2014, there was these two um, yeah, the new, new financial stories that claimed they did discover it at a church in Lyon, northern Spain. And then they had the Leon, yeah, yeah, Leon, Spain, you know, Leon, yeah, Leon, and from since 11th century, and they did some dating on it. They actually, it's somewhere between 200 BC and 180. AD, it's a pretty big time span, but um, obviously, there's no they, they did these data around for three times, yeah. I mean, so it's old enough yeah. that theoretically it could be, but it's also there's no way to Click actually it, prove yeah. it was or not. And it's really a lot of scholars debate whether or not it ever even existed or if it's just like a legend. So that's another part of it too, but it's, no matter what it is, if you mentioned a Holy Grail, I mean, people are going to, it's part of pop culture, right? It's in movies. Obviously Monty Python, yep. the Holy Grail, like, right? That's, that's all about it. Yeah. The Last Crusade, is a whole bunch of movies about it. And stuff <laughs> I, like that. Is, I love that movie. You know, um, so there's so many, you know, books and things about it. It's, just, it's part of pop culture. People know what the Holy Grail is, basically. You might not, Crystal yep. Skulls might have been like, oh wait, that's real. Those actually are real, but the Holy Grail is more, I've, they've heard of that whether or not we believe or not, but the people back then definitely believed it was a real.
0: Absolutely. And actually uh, the grail that these people found church until the century, it's actually one of 200 alleged grails that um, fit the description of being also that old that we know are in existence around the world. So there are about 200 cups or somewhat you might want to say that I'm exist from that, that time period. Yeah. From that, for that exists from that time period. Uh, so therefore, if you follow along with this idea that this is indeed a chalice, some form of a, a, a cup, then therefore there is a possibility that any of these 200 cups could potentially be it..
2: History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On conflicted,
0: Again, I mean that's the premise in the movie, right? It was to give youth. I mean, I guess
1: that kind of falls. Yeah, eternal youth. But if you but if you drank from the wrong one, you died, right? I think I remember. Oh yeah, I do remember that. What a great so, movie! That, that's that. That was just like um, Steven Spielberg stuff. I didn't see anything yep, about yep, that yep. actually happening, but who knows? Yeah.
0: Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom um, often actually viewed before Crystal Skull as like the worst one of them. Um, really? I, I actually like this one. Well, it's a prequel. A lot of people don't realize that Temple of Doom is a prequel. So, mm-hmm. if you really sh- like, if you watch him, you should really start with this one, then go to Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then go and to Crusade. the Last Crusade. So, yeah, I mean, I never watched it that way because you know we watched them when they okay. came out. Yeah. Although not the first one, we weren't alive when the first one came out. Wasn't it eighty no, was one? Yeah, well, I thought it was like eighty one. We grew up. I think with it yeah, anymore. we de- we definitely grew up with it. That is the truth. Did you know about um, Indiana
1: Jones in Poland or no? Europe
0: yeah, I knew about Indiana Jones and Poland. Actually, I did. But I the, when that. I watched Indiana Jones, no, that's, that's a valid question. Uh, yeah. First time I watched yeah. Indiana Jones was um, it was in German. So everything oh, that so came that... from the United States had to it came through via like West Germany or West Berlin. So you know we would have Indiana Jones that was literally in German, and they would have different dubbing in German. And then sometimes we got just got to watch it in German. Um, sometimes we got to watch it in German with Polish subtitles. And sometimes we got to watch it in German and then dubbed over in Polish with one dude doing all the voices. That was usually the case. That's how I experienced it. So
1: that's good. Yeah,
0: and I was like, "Wow, this is so cool!" But what we didn't have in Poland, though, is Young Indiana Jones, which I, which, you know, I didn't know existed until I came to the U.S. So Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Um, <laughs> basically, the premise here, <laughs> I know, right? We're talking about the stolen carrot sankara, right? Sankara St- stones. Yes. I think the idea was that there was some, like, the god Shiva, supposedly in the movie, um, puts powers into these stones. And whoever has these stones, it, it gives them the ability to, like, have, uh, like, happiness and, and luck yeah. or something along the lines. Yeah, well, those, right? yeah.
1: Like those stones themselves were, inv- the Shankara stones, they were invented by George Lucas. But yeah. they are basically based on stones named the lingram. Yep. That basically they 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 look exactly the same. They have very similar um, symbols and stuff on it. Um, they're stones, and they have the carved symbols on it, and they deal with the Hindu god Shiva powers, like you said. The five stones invest in magical properties that they could use to combat evil. So it's very similar. He just could basically changed the um, the name, the name of them, pretty much. Yep. That, and they said that yeah. the lingam
0: itself, uh, the lingam stones, um, essentially, if you look at it, it's it's like a short cylinder looking. Sp- stone right it's a symbol of shiva and it's made out you know usually made out of stone metal wood clay whatever and then it is attached to a base which is kind of like a flat um saucer like base and it is often used to pray essentially yeah so i mean there were some basis to it obviously uh not to the extent that you have in a movie where they like start glowing and giving people power. Yeah, no, no like that, yeah. it's more like a, make... thing, yeah, like a symbolic
1: thing almost like a christian make...
0: cross you know, yeah, I, I would say, yeah,
1: yeah, Those it's properties. more like a cross. Obviously, it's, it's a movie and stuff like that, but yeah, they but they do look yeah. virtually the same, very similar, especially the yeah. um, the symbols and stuff written on them and everything.
0: And it brings us to the first one. I don't know why we started backwards, I guess we started backwards because like the crystal skulls were like the most legit, but yeah, the Ark of the of Covenant, thing, yeah. right? The Ark Which again, of the Covenant is something that
1: could be real, could not be real. There's basically basic debate, but the Ark of the Covenant is basically the um. Well, it's like that. Um... Well, it's it's supposed to be the place
0: where um you have the Ten Commandments are stored into. It's much lesser them, I mean, yeah, yeah, right. Ultimately, I think that that was the whole premise of the Ark of the Covenant. And again, it's very similar from what we hear um about the Ark of the Covenant. It's very similar premise. Is that made out of wood? Supposedly, it was covered in gold. Um, it had this, these elaborate, I think they were supposed to be e- not eagles, but maybe eagles, some kind of birds of prey on top of it. And supposedly this chest is filled with tablets that are engraved through the Ten Commandments. And they are engraved by God, if you believe in Christian scripture, rather. Um, and they're given to Moses. The ark is constructed by Israeli people um, when they're camping out in the Sinai Desert after they fled Egypt. And the Hebrew Bible doesn't necessarily say when they fled Egypt. And there's also a lot of debate as to whether there really um, you know, was or when there was these massive exodus from Egypt. But the Ark is constructed during this time. The Ten Commandments are put in it. And then the Ark kind of vanishes when the Babylonians conquered Jerusalem in 587 BC. Apparently, same premise. The Ark has a seemingly magical powers, according to the Hebrew Bible. You know, like, if it was taken into battle, it would help. Yeah, they're actually uh, yeah, twins.
1: They they and and they kind of took this with the uh, movie itself, but like, it was so sacred that if you touched it, it meant instant death. Yeah. That's what they're saying. So, you know, um, and it's what they're looking for—the movie, the fact that they talk about all this, right—that that it went yep. missing in the sixth century BCE, and that they're trying to find it throughout. And it's been, that's the movie where he's chasing like the Nazis and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but there's a lot of like theories about what happened to it. I believe something could have happened to it. Fourteenth um, century Ethiopia, right? Okay. Um, that the Queen of Sheba visited King Solomon in Jerusalem during the tenth century and had a son by him. Um, and on her journey home, the son—the son returned to Jerusalem once he was of age. And although he um, chose to go back with his mother, Solomon sent him with a company of Jewish warriors. And then, but unbeknownst to Solomon, that their companions frustrated about leaving Jerusalem, decided to take a souvenir with them. And that the souvenir with them was the Ark of the Covenant and it was too late for Solomon to retrieve this vessel. So the son um, brought the Ark with him to the city of um, Axum and with the Ark inside and later conquered a number of surrounding territories that would, that would help become the Ethiopian Empire. So he's saying, you know, Basically, ancient Ethiopia, the reason that empire thrived was Melik, which is um, the son's name. He basically did this because he had the Ark by his side during this time. So okay. it kind of goes with okay. all that sort of stuff. Makes sense.
0: And I think the first movie yeah, really plays sense. up yeah. this. <laughs> 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 makes sense. The first movie, The Raiders of the Ark, kind of plays up a lot of things that are more or less based on fact that surround this idea of him trying to get the Ark. First of all, the fact that Nazis really were very interested in archaeology. Yeah. Um, yep, there were interest in archaeology. We know, for, you know, this is this for a fact. Um, we know that these archaeological digs that by the Nazis and the interest in it really stemmed from uh, Heinrich Himmler, who was, you know, like a really top Nazi. And he, he, had, you know, he has scientific training, but he also strongly believed in the occult. Um, and there's Big so time. many documentaries and books about it, right? Like Nazis and the occult. But the premise here was that he tried to use archaeology as a way to prove that a German civilization had existed long before other cultures. So there really was, you know, this this idea of trying to prove Nazi superiority through archaeology, which is why this really made it into the first movie. There was some basis in that.
1: Well, yeah, the, like the they said
0: being the ultimate, you know,
1: yeah, like goal. It, it definitely most historians say it existed at some point. It's, it's talked about too much in history to describe how it looked like a bit too much in history, right? The mercy seat on the, which the two stones, right? The wood, like you said, covering gold. So it might not exist anymore. It might not actually have been the 10 commandments or whatever, but something called the Ark of the Covenant did exist at some point where yeah. most historians believe that it was probably um, destroyed or lost, lost to time. But uh, it, some, it was a real item at some point that now has all this legend, stuff attached to it
0: we could probably not should but we could probably do a whole episode on nazis and the occult and like hitler's oh, yeah. supposed goal of trying to find all that, of stuff, destiny, yeah. all that stuff yeah yeah i mean yeah the great yeah the grail and the spear of destiny like that was the whole thing when nazi nazi germany was not doing so well it was this idea of like trying to find some like super intense holy stuff and that for like, the whole ex-
1: bunch of like if you watch like the hellboy movies they talk about that obviously like The first Captain America deals with that. So, I mean, it's become part of culture too, part of like pop culture as well, these artifacts. um, Absolutely. Yeah. We talked about there with the Nazis.
0: Do you have anything else? I mean, I don't really have much else.
1: No, I mean, I think it was just interesting to see that some of these things actually did it, some of the history behind these things. There's a lot more stuff. We just kind of touched the surface. There's, like, tons of stuff written just about the search for the crystal skulls, just just about the search, obviously, for the Holy Grail. I mean, that part of the Crusades is looking for Holy Grail. Obviously, it's the Holy Land, but also... The Holy Grail itself, but the Knights Templar and everything like that. So there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with these things, the history behind it. This is just, you know, giving a little bit of like the fact behind the fiction.
0: And Indiana Jones is just a great. I'm mean, actually, I think I'm just oh, yeah, watch making this. another one. I might like, believe
1: them. They are, but he's home.
0: like, isn't he eighty? Yeah, I know he like broke, I'm almost yeah, positive right. he's like eighty years old. I mean, I don't see him trying to climb like you know hanging bridges. Yeah, but, but.
1: he's uh, he's Indiana Jones. He can do whatever he wants that's right i mean
0: I, I i can't see them trying to reboot that like that needs to be just like they keep on trying to reboot um terminator by always having um arnold in it because arnold is the terminator same thing here like indiana jones is harrison ford there's not much you could really do there i always liked the idea that he was a teacher like i thought that was so cool that's why he
1: wanted to be a teacher i he mean inspired. i don't know that's what maybe like yeah, jones, there would be no history teachers podcast is that what you're saying peter
0: I don't know. I mean, right. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I never, I guess subconsciously. I don't know. (laughs) But it would be cool, right, to like go find artifacts in the world instead of like, you know, doing lesson plans. But hey, struggle is real. So I think that concludes our our short, right? But I think still fun, more or less. Informative. 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 Uh, I mean, see, if we started talking about the movies, this could have been like an hour long one, but you said no. (laughs)
1: Anyway, thank you so much,
0: guys, for listening and tuning in once more. We greatly appreciate it. And if you need to find us, you can find us at www.historyteacherstalkingpodcast.com. Please feel free to shoot us an email. Any suggestions, comments, whatever, we'll take it all. So thank you so much, guys, and until next week.
1: Stay safe, everybody.
0: I hope everyone enjoyed our podcast. And if you would like to email us, you can do so at historyteacherspodcast at gmail.com. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons.
2: Think behind the music for the stuff we love.
0: Check out our website at 2 com,
2: and listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.